Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your host. With me is Cool Boy Mew. Hey. Full Metal. What's up? We got a big plate ready for you t- today. Like, first of all, Mew forced us to play some old NES games on this Chinese bootleg ROM <laughs> he showed us. Yeah, that, yeah that... I couldn't. I couldn't get it to work. I tried like six different emulators. The only way I could get it to work was to play it on the website you gave me and only on Chrome. It wouldn't work on Firefox. Weird. Did did you try the uh, emulator and game tech uh, wiki? Like like the the top list of NES emulator are are all the ones that worked for me. I don't know what I I must have been doing something wrong, but I tried like six different ones and they were all the most popular ones. Weird. Uh, on Linux, I've had different problems. So all right, so I, I was tried... on Windows eleven, so maybe that was a contributing factor. Maybe I tried FC uh, EUX. Yeah, that was and the first I, one I tried. I tried that and it worked perfectly. For, oh, for... It didn't work for me. For God knows what reason, it opened the ROM as uh, 210 and one. I, I I don't get it. Yeah, isn't it 260? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm I'm not sure what the fuck's the fuck's wrong with it. That 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 was really fucking weird. And then I tried a bunch of other emulator. So I I have this one called PUNES. I have never heard of it before. And then when I tried the same exact ROM, it actually shows up as 260 and one. I don't understand. <laughs> so I, I made some research and the the cart might have dip switches. I don't remember seeing dip switches on it, but the dip switches might be inside the cart. And apparently, maybe 
uh, changing them changes the ROM. So that's why it's loading differently and some emulator. Apparently, FC uh, UX is supposed to have a dip switch option for the few games that support it. However, I haven't seen it anywhere. So I, I'm not sure what the fuck's going on with that. Oh, I did, had a copy of FCEU just in a hard drive full of ROMs and emulators, and it loaded loaded the ROM just fine. Okay, the, the, this is weird. We, we've all had different problems with it. So I <laughs> yeah. Well, I ran, like, I ran Punch-Out on it, and it ran just fine. I ran that on every emulator I tried. It was just fine. It was just the bootleg that you gave me. Yeah, yeah, I told you like previously that the pirate mapper might be troublesome. Are you sure you had the latest version or something? Yeah, Maybe. I downloaded the the newest. Uh, okay, I, I don't know that. It, anyway, let's talk I, about I the no games idea. themselves. <laughs> so Sorry, I, used, yeah. I used a random number generator to pick my games because it would have been easy to pick something I already love. So what 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 did what did you end up playing a bit? Uh, I had Lunar Pool. Oh, L Lunar Pool, that's cool. A raid on Bungling Bay. That that's a, that's a shmup, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I had a glitched out version of Rally X. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's a Chinese um, a tile screen, isn't it? Because I think Rayleigh X did not release on NAS or something. They this actually bootleg version of it. Yeah, the visuals were all glitched out, so I couldn't play it properly. But I that, did have fun with Lunar Pool. That that's weird because it, it works fine for me on the emulators <laughs> I've tried it. So uh, next time we try this, we're gonna like go to archive.org and get the same set of ROMs that have been thoroughly we tested. We all got the same the same fucking ROM, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with it. It's a Chinese bootleg. That's what's wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for pretty much. <laughs> you made us play a bootleg, and you're like, I don't understand why it doesn't work. Well, I don't know. It's it's a ROM. It should just fucking work if it supports the mapper, but uh, whatever. So what was your experience with it then? So with the games? Um, so... Uh, these are games I, I've played before, but th they were ages ago. Like, I remember rent, um, renting Lunar Pool as a kid and, and messing around just for a few minutes and not being that entertained, but replaying it as an adult, I, I recognize the novelty of playing on different shaped tables. Is it something you could only do with an electronic version of Pool? Yeah, that that game's pretty cool. You, you can uh, completely uh, just change the 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 sliding gravity to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it has quite a few options. It's really robust for a game from the eighties. Then Raid on Bungling Bay is it's kind of a slow paced but uh, expansive shoot 'em up. Uh, you get in a helicopter and you fly around sh shooting shit, but it has um, scrolling in each direction, which is uh, pretty rare for the time. But the game itself is not that good. It's like really slow, really basic. They're much better shoot 'em ups. Like I'd rather play Gradius than this. Mm -hmm. 
There, there's Gradius, I think, on it. Yeah, but I used pure randomness from random.org mm. to, to pick my games for me. All right, so Full Metal, what, what did you play? Uh, I played Puznik, Legend of Kage, Tennis, Clue Clue Land, Burger Time, nice. 1942. Nice. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce this first one, or uh, this word. Y-I-E... Y-E-R Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. Yeah, Y-E-R yeah. Kung Fu. I know all of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also played the old Tetris because I didn't. I never played like the the old NES or GBA uh, Game Boy. That that's uh, the ten gen version, I, I believe. It's the ten gen Tetris. Yeah, it's, it's not the Nintendo Tetris. Yeah, it, it was a bootleg cartridge made without Nintendo's okay. permission. I was gonna say it's it's not very good. It's probably the worst version of Tetris I've ever played, and I had like a Tiger <laughs> Electronic Tetris. Oh yeah, the very basic old Tetris. You you probably don't want to play these. Uh, it, yeah, it, uh, I I recommend playing something like Doctor Mario over it, which is in the cart actually. Yeah, some of them are labeled weird, and some of them are obviously bootlegs. Like I played Mario Brothers. Uh, like the arcade Mario Brothers, yeah, where you're like in a sewer fighting crabs and shit, but it was labeled Mr. Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm the, pretty the, sure the, it was a bootleg because it felt really shitty to play. The the, the names on these are, are, are really fucking weird. Uh, some of them <laughs> may, may, makes like n no sense, but whatever. Yeah, I was thinking maybe next time we could all pick the same game, yeah, play, play it for like at least half an hour. Oh, if you want to do this, we're gonna play Dino Ricky. All right, I feel, I I feel evil. I feel evil. I don't know what that is. I don't oh, know oh. what that is. It, 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 it's it's hard. It, it's oh, yeah. It's it's hard. It, it's a shmup, and uh, you're not playing as a plane in this one. A plane, a ship, or whatever. You're playing as a human. Yeah, okay. there's this odd, odd trend with early shoot 'em ups where you play a human. Uh, who's just constantly running forwards and like throwing axes so, like, at shit? Like, oh, okay. Squaresoft had one. Squares. Yeah, K K Kings Knight. Yeah, that was pre Final Fantasy. And, and and one of the rare NES cover that actually kept the, the anime for the Western release. Like they did not change the cover at all. That's yeah, if the game if the game didn't suck, that might have been a good idea. I'm still curious about it. I, I I want to learn it, but it's it's absolutely fucking brutal. But yeah, anyway, there were lots of ultra hard games on the NES. Uh, Dino Ricky, I'm going to to give one hint. There's hidden tiles, and you really fucking want to find it before the lake. Because if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'll just say before we switch something else that I once actually did do this without finding the tile. You you'll see what I'm talking about later. Well, I I was thinking maybe we could play a JRPG or something that's closer to anime. 
I, I think our audience would Final like that. Fantasy or some bullshit. No, well, there's none in the multicart because it's all NROM games. But let's well, not let's not play NES JRPGs. Are you insane? Well, yeah, those are just <laughs> endless grinding, almost no story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the other hand, I can just tell our listeners to go listen to the. A state of the arc podcast. They're covering Final Fantasy VI right now, and it kicks ass. Nice. Oh yeah, that's one of the few Final Fantasies I played, and it's it's really good. And uh, yeah, they're they're my favorite like podcast right now. I, I've not watched it yet or, or listened to it yet. They're pretty good. They're very uh, they go very in depth on the story of uh, games. They don't really cover the mechanics. It's really a study of like the 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 story and the lore. Yeah, they cover some American games too, like they covered Bioshock and Silent Hill too recently. Yeah, but they, enough they about a lot of Final Fantasy and shit. Enough yeah, about anyway. podcasts that are better than ours. <laughs> All right, for the games I played, I actually tried a bunch of games because you know I had this as a child. I still okay. So B, I, I played some B Wing. It's that shmup where you can, you actually have a choice of like nine weapons before playing. And you get to these like weird parts with like, uh, like big blockades that has flashing parts that you have to shoot. And it's really fucking tough. I, I actually beat the, the first stages boss. I got to the second stage of the first world. And the game is just fucking brutal. You have a game over. You go back to the beginning, of course. Yeah, you actually have a continue option. But the continue option is only only seems to work if you actually get to a new world, which I've never fucking done. <laughs> this game is just kind of evil. I've also tried a bit more of a field combat, but God arm, I suck at this. Have you have you already <laughs> played this? The 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 UFO one, where you you can um, you 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 shoot like at small soldiers and stuff. Okay, I'm looking it up on YouTube. Looks familiar. I'm sure I played a ROM of this at some point as a teenager. Yeah, the, the, this one's kind of brutal. I, I have a hard time even fucking beating the, the first stage. I, I remember as a kid, I, I almost got really far in it, but yeah. Have you ever played Guardian Legend? Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have it. I still haven't beaten it, though. Yeah, that that game was an early, ambitious, like, Metroidvania slash shoot-em-up hybrid and it doesn't do either of them very well, but I, I admire it for trying to do something cool. It's fun enough. It's it's fun enough. You also play as an anime girl in a bikini who turns into a spaceship and shoots shit. So just pure anime nonsense, and I love it. But yeah, let, let's play the Dino Ricky game for next week. And the multicart, it's uh, it's named New Type, or you can also just download the the, the American ROM or whatever. It's fine too. New types like in Gundam. 
No, it's it's called the Yumen the new type or something. <laughs> and Japanese. All right. So let's talk about anime we've watched. We're, just, we're, we're I'm not even going to get a chance to talk about any of the games I played. We're just going to go right to it. Oh, it's called Sh- oh. Sh- Shinj- Shinjinurui. Oh, oh, you you mentioned the titles. You want to go into detail? Well, yeah. What was the point of me playing it if I were wasn't going to talk about it? All right. Yeah, go for it. My mistake. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, the first one I played was Puznik. And uh, that might be the best one I played. It uh-huh. was, it's a pretty simple puzzle game. You just like try to match up the blocks, and it just gets uh, it, it uh, harder as you go on, of course. Um, and you, you're trying to push blocks, and you have a time limit, and you're trying to get two or more uh, matches, and they, the puzzles get more elaborate, and like one fuck up, and you have to start over. Yeah, you, you want to. Uh, the goal is to have all the tiles disappear. Yeah, you have to get every tile. Yeah, isn't there a puzzle mode where it gives you a limited number of moves? No, uh, no, no. Because the game, that. the game is the puzzle mode. Yeah, it's a puzzle yeah. game. Well, yeah, a very simple game, but very fun. Uh, kind of reminded me a little bit of. Um, uh, like Poyo Poyo or something. No, no, no. You, you, you can't say this because Puyo Puyo <laughs> is one of those like active bowel puzzle game, and this is not. I don't know if I'd call it a battle puzzle, but whatever. But uh, Puznik anyway. is not a battle puzzle. No, it's a more casual. But anyway. I, I wouldn't say casual, especially with like those old version, because fucking hell, the time limit is evil, the number of lives you have is evil, and this is the this is a fucking brutal game. Well, all games at that era were pretty brutal. I mean, it starts initially pretty casual, but gets progressively harder. That's like most games from that era. Like Tetris is the same way. It just gets to a point where it's it goes too fast that it becomes impossible. But uh, anyway, the next game I played was Legend of Kage, which I can't tell if the character's supposed to be a woman or a man because they have a ponytail. But I'm you just play sure as a like a you play as a ninja, and you're um you, you're running around this screen like uh, uh trying to block. Uh, like shurikens coming at you and like killing other ninjas and like that's the whole game you're like jumping around climbing on shit throwing shurikens and swinging your sword at dudes and trying not to die there's actually different levels it's just that you haven't cleared yeah (laughs) yeah that game starts as a forest and then it goes to like a sewer or some shit yeah that game is so fast and sloppy i can't figure it, out yeah, what's going on. It, it was kind of hard. I mean, I just mostly spammed my shuriken and uh, my sword anytime something came near me. And um, I managed to get a, a few levels in, but I, I got to like a tower where I had to climb upward and I just kept getting my fucking shit rocked and I died. And I was like, all right, well, that's that game, I guess. Yeah, yeah there, the... there, there's a better version of that game called Demon Sword. Okay. Also on the NES. 
Yeah, but uh, the Legend of Kage, what's really fun is just that you, you go actually pretty fast for an NES game, and you can do these absolutely ridiculous jump. It's just really fun. Yeah, you can jump pretty high, and like you can climb the trees and shit in the forest level. Which, by the way, if you like the, the shit, like just jumping ridiculous... There's this game on Steam called Caster, which was apparently one of the first few games they've put on Steam or, or something. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to say Low G Man on the NES. No, K- K- Caster on Steam. If you upgrade your character, you can also do this kind of absolutely fucking ridiculous jump. Uh, um, you have like multiple powers, and they're, they're all pretty cool. Is this it? Uh, let, let me check. Let me check. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. It's a very freaking cheap. It's unfortunately the campaign is unfinished, but th- this is fun. This is just fun to play. It's from two thousand nine, so it better be cheap. All right, I'll have to try this one out sometime. All right. Anything else you want to say about NES games? No, it's it's enough for now. Full Metal can continue if he wants. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's skip over Clue Clue Land. That one's not really that interesting. Burger what? Time. You, 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 you didn't enjoy Cuckoo Land? I, I, yeah, the, no. B- the very early NES games were just not interesting. You, you, you yeah, have it's... to really get used to how it plays. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't like it. It's like, oh, I just wanted to press the button and move. I was trying to play it like it was Pac-Man. It's not Pac-Man. Do, do, so, do, yeah. do... Now it's like you're turning a steering wheel instead. It's... Uh, do, do you know what's the point hard. of the game? The point of the game was to like uh, find all these like hidden gems or whatever. Yeah, and they, try to they, not they get make a... popped because you're a balloon, dude. They, they make like a these they make a picture chasing you. Yeah, it makes a picture. Yeah, the only memorable thing about that game is that the as rupees the look exactly the same as in Zelda One. Yeah, the, there's not really much to it. It's just that you're just trying to get the hidden gems. Uh, and uh, the next one I played was uh, Burger Time. I had heard of Burger Time, but I had never played it before. That game is fucking hard. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like Burger Time exactly. No, it's, it's terrible. Fucking, it's ridiculous. I, got, I managed to beat the first level, and I felt accomplished. And then I turned <laughs> off the game. Because uh, you just get chased by wieners and eggs all the fucking time, and they corner you. And there's not, there aren't many good opportunities to like squish them with like the burger ingredients. Yeah, the point of the game is like there's these burger pieces on different levels. Like there's the bun, the lettuce, the patty, and you have to knock them all down to the bottom. And then there's, you get chased by uh, wieners and eggs. I, I don't know why. And yeah, then, it... it controls like shit. Like it's re- like I'll, you'll be off by like one pixel trying to get off the ladder and you can't. And if you stop for even a second, you're just gonna get wienered down. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, the the enemies and this are fucking brutal. They're always on your ass, and it's yeah, it's basically impossible, nearly impossible to do anything. Yeah, because they like actively chase you. It's not like Pac Man where they go in like a fixed pattern. So they're actually like just gunning for you, and they get progressively faster. I think. Yeah, that game's just hard and not fun. Yeah, I I had to restart like at least three times, maybe four, on the first level. Like I got a game over, and then I finally got it, and I was like, okay, beat the game. There are there is no level two. <laughs> that's the whole game. No, there, I think there's, there is different levels. There is. A... There is, but there isn't to me. <laughs> Okay, all right. it gets even harder. I've played that in arcades. Yeah. yeah, fuck that, dude. That game is so bullshit. I was straight up not having a good time, but I felt determined to at least beat the first level. Uh, then I played uh, 1942, which is just Galaga, but you play as like a, a biplane in World War II, but it's essentially the same fucking game. Yeah, it's it, it it's it's really really weird because Capcom made it and it's um, a game where you shoot the Japanese. <laughs> yeah, well, I get maybe they're traitors. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it actually it apparently made them a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, got a sequel. Um, but I don't know remember much about the game itself. Just I played it at some point, found it unremarkable. But yeah, did let me actually... shoot aliens or shit. If I recall, cor- yeah. if I recall correctly, it's one of those really fucking shitty games that were made by a company called Micronix, which was apparently a single guy that that made the entire game. <laughs> oh, that explains it. And uh, you have heard the uh, the background noise, right? The 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 supposed music. Oh, I can't remember. It's been a few decades. It's supposed to be like drums, but it sounds like at Terry level bullshit. It is terrible. Uh, people on the VR on 4chan keep shitting on Micronix like every other week. Yeah, All there, right. were, there were tons of shoot 'em ups on the NES slash Famicom, but most of them are not good. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, so we'll play. Uh, anything else for now? Uh, yeah, I had uh, one more game. The Yi R Kung Fu, however you say that. All right, right. Yeah, that they, was the they... last one I played, and that that one was all right. Uh, I, I just did crouch kicking for the first few fights, and that seemed to work just fine. <laughs> the, the NPCs are pretty dumb at the beginning. Then you get a guy who, like, swings a fucking chain at you. And oh that yeah, guy the... was a little. That guy was harder, so I had to like do jump kicks and shit, and like punch the chain as soon as it came at me. The, so, this game I... is pretty famous. It never came here, but it it seems to be one of the first few like actual proper fighting game. But it's not two players. Yeah, yeah most I early that. most early fighting games were just like karate tournament simulators, but uh, yeah, this they were one... really shit. Yeah, this one had the unique feature of having multiple opponents, each with unique moves, which was exactly. a first in fighting games at the time. Like, if you look at pre- 
Street Fighter 2 fighting games. Most of them are very primitive and uninteresting. But uh, I remember reading a good article on the subject on hardcore gaming. This was like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Let me pull that up. Keep talking, yeah, please. Yeah, I, I probably watch it. Uh, watch it, read it back in the days. But anyways, so let's... Uh, oh, something else? Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to... Uh, uh, unless we're still talking about games. If we're still talking about uh, games, I can wait for later. But if we're moving to anime... Oh, wait, wait. Uh, I, I just want to say... So for next week, let's play Dino Ricky. But however, I want to... Um, Let's have a little contest. No safe states, please. Let's play Binary Land. I'm not sure. I don't even know what that is. Binary Land, all right. Let let, let me get I'm a zoomer. I don't know what a binary is. Yeah, certain people, if you can call them people, have have ruined the word binary. (laughs) Let's. Now let's not go there. All right, so, so here's Binary Land. It should be in the multicart. There you go. Okay. So you control both penguins at the same time. It, it is really fucking tough. And then at the end, you, you are uh, going for the heart, but you have to come right in the middle. You, you can't just... You, you, the, the penguin has to be like right next to the art. So if there's a penguin that is not synced, you can't. So that's the game. Let, let, let's try to see who can go like to the farthest level. Like a little contest, not that serious, but just for the fun of it. All right. You want to play this? If you lose, I kill your family. That's the contest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no stakes or anything. Yeah, this and Dino Ricky. No no contest for Dino Ricky because it's fucking brutal. All right. So you want to talk about another game for more? Uh, no, if we're done talking about games, I have some uh, video recommendations about games. Sure, go, go ahead. Okay, so uh, this channel called Never Knows Best on YouTube, uh, like literally just released a new series. He's starting on the, the history of video games, and the first part covers the 70s and 80s, and it's a really solid video. Yeah, I'm he even covers like. Com- he even covers like uh uh like PC gaming like text adventure games and shit uh, like and uh the the really early games like mud and those get skipped over a lot on these like old retrospective videos yeah but colossal cave adventure was a huge deal at the time right and well, what, uh, I, I believe mods he's going already? to the next generation uh, multi-user dungeons yeah, what what was another one? like Zork? Is that what it was called? Yeah, early text adventure game. I've played that. Yeah, like st- stuff like that too, on top of like the actual consoles, which is what most people usually talk about. Yeah, they some tend people to skip over a lot of the PC games. Yeah, some people pretend video games began with the Atari twenty six hundred, but 
No, yeah. they go back quite a ways before that. They, yeah, they start in the 60s, I believe. But, like, nobody really had access to them. Like, besides, um, like, universities, computers were, like, dick expensive, as you would yeah, imagine, yeah, since they, it was, like, a new thing. They, they took, like, entire rooms or almost. Yeah, the computers they used to land us on the moon were about as powerful as a pocket calculator. <laughs> yeah, but they would take up, like, entire buildings. Yeah. Also, yes, we landed on the moon. Yes, on the flat moon. <laughs> Made of cheese. <laughs> yes. Where the cows live. Uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's a good video. I'd recommend it. Also, um, uh, a book I read called Console Wars, which uh, I, I can't remember if I brought this up on the, on the podcast before or not, but... Um, it, it's so. uh, just it's just about the war between Nintendo and Sega in the nineties during the sixteen bit era. Yeah, I've read this book. It it's pretty entertaining, but it does take liberties at some points to try to feel yeah, more like a movie. It, yeah, it tries to make it more of a more of a dramatic sort of story than like sticking to the hard facts. But it still more or less gets the gist of it. But I found it really entertaining, especially since I didn't really, uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't even born until the 90s. So uh, this hell happened way before my time. So it's kind of like fascinating just to hear about it. But uh, if you want something a little more accurate, they actually made a documentary based off of the book uh, by the same name, Console Wars. And it was done by CBS or some shit. All right. And I watched watch it. That. And that's really solid. They they interviewed a lot of the people that were there at the time, like in the uh, in the console wars. You know, they interviewed people from Nintendo and Sega. Like uh, they interviewed Tom Kalinske and like all, all sorts of people. So it's really good, in my opinion. Yeah, you might like the podcast "They Create Worlds," which I've mentioned several times on this podcast. Because uh, they go into extremely detailed looks at old, old video game companies. like And not just the creators of the games themselves. Sometimes they ha uh, have interviews and info about like uh, the, the marketers, the lawyers, the other people you usually don't associate with video games. To an extent, they matter too. All right. All right, so uh, all right, so I've been, you know, I work at home, and I run out of shit to watch. I don't. You really, lie. Yeah, I don't. What really do you like mean? It. No, shut up. What do you mean? You run out of shit to watch? Yeah, yeah, on YouTube, I, I don't know what the fuck to watch anymore, or I'm just kind of fucking tired of it, and I kind of don't like podcasts. For for some reason, that's kind of ironic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I make podcasts, but I don't really listen to them. Uh, it, the, the thing is that my tastes are kind of very fucking specific. So yeah, but anyways, I th this shit has been existing for like maybe like ten fucking years, but I rediscovered it. It's called the Toonami Aftermath, which was made right when Toonami died, which I don't remember when. 
Do, do you guys remember? Yeah, or I what? stopped watching TV many, many uh, years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but I just remember at some point it was just not a thing anymore. Uh, probably sometime in like the late aughts. The, the late what? Aughts. The late the 2000s. Zeros. The aughts. The zero. Uh, yeah. yeah. I see, I see. All right, so I rediscovered this, and I, I don't know what the hell it was in the beginning because I, I I never really went in the beginning, but now my god, it's it, it's pretty good. It, it it's it's pretty great. There's like about uh, seven channels. Some of them them are hidden, so you might have to make an account and actually participate in chat, and they will be like unlocked to you. Or there is like direct uh, a feed links to, well, to the feed to use like a, a, and whatever the, the fuck you use to, to, to watch stuff online. Uh, so you don't have like to, to unlock the channels, but I, I, I really like going and participating in the chat. What's really cool is it's exactly what I've been craving. It's, it's TV channels. Uh, with a real schedule, with like a weekly schedule that repeats. That's the worst part of TV, though. No, that's... I know. That's what I hated about TV. As yes. soon as we got like a DVR, like that's all I would use was the DVR. Yes, but the thing is that it yes and no at the same time because the thing is, uh, I mean, I could watch any of this shit whenever I want, but. That's kind of not the point. That's not what I'm craving. I, I, I get I, what you mean. Like, there was something sort of magical about TV where you could just be flipping channels and finding something new or the built-up anticipation of, like, waiting for the new episode, like, that's coming out later that day. Yeah, but it, it's kind of great because it's, it's still continuing whether you where you watch it or not so it's kind of easier to put to put like as background noise or background shit to watch while i don't know while you're yeah. working yeah the... wh while you're you're grinding and a grpg etc Be because it's all else, dubbed right yeah yeah it's all dubbed it, it's not it's not just anime there's like classic cartoon network and nick uh, yeah cartoon. i'm looking at the scheduled they have stuff like home movies and space ghost oh yeah as well I, I, as I, anime i love home movies i i haven't watched home movies for for years but i i probably wouldn't been what uh watch home movies i probably will never fucking get to it if it's if it was not for this you understand the the, the thing is if i'm actually going to put something to watch i want to actually watch it you know so instead this i can just put it in the background while i work and it goes on without me i don't i can't pose it so it just exists there are a lot of services like that though like there are apps like pluto or one i uh, uh mentioned before called um retro crush where it'll, it'll just play like older shows or whatever like oh, it's a sh channel sh show it to me but is it actually like uh 
is it like actually a channel with a schedule or is it like fucking random? Because because that's that's the problem. I think it that's... just like streams a marathon of like a show. Like it'll just pick like a some anime from the eighties and it'll play every episode back to back. Yeah, but that kind that, that's exactly why I don't want. I I think Shoutcast TV, uh, which is available on Pluto TV or Twitch, does this, and I I hate this. Or uh, I go on Pluto TV, and most of these are like garbage channel that just shows one thing. It's like. Why do I bother with this? Uh, because I, I know that online I can go to several SciTube and then I can watch like South Park all day. I can watch Family Guy all day. But th that that kind of sucks. I, I mean... The, yeah, the just si download the whole series yeah, exactly. up a torrent site, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. But this, this Tsunami Aftermath is a fucking real schedule. There's actual fucking variety. The, okay, this is... so it's the variety that you're looking for? Yeah, exactly. You, you, okay, you can, I can, you can understand that. You can't do this in a streaming site. You can't have this on Pluto TV. You can't... Um, uh, even if I went to all my files and then made a schedule that would be just fucking dumb. You know, that will just be fucking dumb. But this, this is a real schedule that is completely out of my fucking hands. Just like how real TV was. Okay, go on the site and click on f the fucking guide button. It looks like a fucking c cable TV box guide. I fucking love this. Uh, just the internet's made TV completely obsolete. So I don't get the appeal of this. I don't know. Unless you just want it to show you stuff and hopefully you haven't seen it before or haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this, I feel like I've gained, this is dumb. I know this is dumb, but I feel like I've gained something that I've lost. Mm. I guess I'm not old enough to experience the sort that level of nostalgia. I don't really look back on TV like super fondly. Like there was some cool shit about it. Like yeah, being able to discover uh, something you've never like heard of before. But I can also do that on YouTube by just like looking up channels that cover old shows. I I don't know. It's just that it's it's just what I was craving. I mean, I'm having fun just. Uh, coming back at certain hours to, to watch sh some fucking shit. Like if the podcast uh, ends before midnight, I'm going. I'm going to fucking watch Ren and Stimpy. Fucking love Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> but I. But otherwise, I will never sit and binge watch it. I, I feel like a lot of these cartoons are stuff that are just easy to uh, to just kind of sit down. And watching a TV format, but otherwise, like, w w w will you really binge watch all movies? I mean, it's a good show, but... Yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Like, there are certain shows that are better taken, like, uh, in small doses. Like, you can't just sit there and watch, like, an entire season of, like, some shows. It just kind of, like, the magic sort of wears off pretty quickly. Exactly. It's like if you tried to watch an entire season of like Xavier Renegade Angel, your mind would just break. <laughs> oh God, that that fucking show! It's 
It's that, something that, else, dude. Yeah, that, that's I, something so you have to up. watch at three in the morning when you're like, <laughs> when you're unsure about your life and you're just tired. <laughs> then you the watch feeling. that shit and you're like, oh fuck, I don't even know what's going on anymore, but I kind of like it. But yeah, anyways, about the actual content of it, I've I, I, I've been watching some stuff that I never watched before. I, I'm really enjoying the Men in Black cartoon. Anyone watch that? I vaguely remember that. Uh, it, yeah, it I feel- never saw it when it, it was on. I only found out about it years later. It, it, it feels a lot like the movie. Like, like the two characters are kind of... They're not actually Will Smith and the uh, and whoever was the, the Tommy other Lee actor. Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. But they're kind of like fake version of them, but they act exactly like the character, you know. So well, yeah, so, that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's the point. But sometimes a cartoon f- fuck that up. Yeah, I know what you mean. So if you enjoy Men in Black, it's it just more and more Men in Black in a cartoon format, and I'm kind of liking it. I, I, I'm wa- um, I'm wa- I've been watching some Cow and Chicken. Good, good fucking lore. I, I love Cow and Chicken. Did, yeah, did that you was know one, this one? That was one of the early Ren and Stimpy clones. Yeah, and yeah, that's I, that's yeah. I was gonna say that's like a child version of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, but I, I love these. They're still pretty weird. These nineties uh, absurdist cartoon, like the one of the episode I watch, uh, chicken and uh, the, the parents are, are going somewhere for a short while, so uh, they got a babysitter for cow. The babysitter is cousin boneless chicken. Like, like he's literally boneless. He keeps making jokes about not having a spine. He can't fucking move. So Cow plays with him and he gets stuck on the roof. Cow goes to retrieve him and accidentally kicks off the ladder. And then there's a bunch of scenes of them like j- just cooking from the sun and Cow counting the days. They, they, they try to catch a, a fish and a, and a basic box and stick trap on the fucking roof. And then it just turns out that uh, in the end, uh, the parents were only gone for 30 minutes. I, I, I love this shit. Th- this is ridiculous. Uh, you ever see Rocco's Modern Life? Uh, yeah, I actually saw that on TV before. Just a few episodes, though. Uh, and I actually really fucking love it. I, I actually plan to, to watch that and a bit more of A. Arnold. Because I remember that these shows were actually really fucking well written. Yeah, I praised both of those shows on our episode about the American cartoons. Yeah, they're really, really well written. Like, I can't stress that enough. Oh, yeah, I used to love Hey Arnold. I even, like, uh, saw the movie when that came out. But but I, I, I've barely seen them, so I need to see more of them, and I'll try to catch them uh, on, on this, uh, well, on Toonami Aftermath. I've also been watching... Uh, Freakazoid. I, I never yeah. saw this before. I've seen that too. I didn't see that. I've, a, I've only heard of it. Yeah, it's a superhero parody. It's it's made by Spielberg at, at around like the, the same few years of uh, Tiny Toon and Animaniacs. Yeah. But we never got through Freakazoid. 
And then I also watch uh, Earthworm Jim. This is also one of these other like absurd fucking cartoons. Yeah, I've seen that. I've read some of Doug Tenapel's comics as well. I've been also enjoying, oh yeah, The Tick. Yeah, the superior superhero parody. Yeah, the, the, this one is also another absurd bullshit. I've also yeah. seen this. <laughs> one time I was watching the Tick cartoon when I was a kid, and it was so funny. My mom came in, and she wanted me to do something, and she 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 stopped talking and just watched it with me. <laughs> nice. I, I've also watched uh, that, that Black Superhero Static Shock. Yeah. Static Shock was actually pretty good, I remember. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty decent. It's before the current year, so there, you could have yeah, a black that, superhero that's not obnoxious. It, it's, it's very yeah, black, I, but it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah it I, is. I love it. But th- that was a weird thing. Like, for me growing up, like, there wasn't really, like, any high racial tension. That didn't happen until fairly recently. Yeah, that, that, that's like, why. He, you I just had said... black friends, and that was just, like, a normal thing. Now it's, like, a weird political yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, that, that, that's why he keeps uh, telling Shitlib that shit has consequences. And th- this is entirely... The, the, the current year is entirely their fucking doing. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, anyways... I remember watching Teen Titans as a kid, and Cyborg was my favorite character, and I, like, never... It, it, it didn't even occur to me that he was black. He was just a character. Yeah, uh, there, there's also Teen Titans on that. I watched an episode Friday. I haven't watched that in forever. It's 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 still good. It's great. Yeah, it's still a solid show. I've seen so much porn of Raven. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there, well, there, who hasn't? There, there's still porn of them coming out. Oh, yeah, that character still... probably caused so many awakenings in teenage boys. <laughs> yeah, and it's always that cartoon version of the character, not the comics version that goes back to the. Nobody, nobody read the fucking comics. Only <laughs> the comics nerds yeah, only comic nerds talk about the fucking Teen Titans comics. Nobody else gave a shit. All right, so so yes, I've been really enjoying it, but ironically, the Toonami part of it is the worst part of it because, of course, dubs. <laughs> like yeah, but, but don't you like listening while you're doing work? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I tolerate it. So, like, Sailor Moon... I've talked about it in the past. Sailor Moon is cheese incarnate. So the very cheesy uh, dub actually kind of works. It's okay. Yes. Sometimes the dubs are actually pretty good. Even if they're like bad, but they're like good in a, they're, they're bad in a good way. Yeah. But the the thing is that for Sailor Moon, it it actually kind of fits it. Sailor Moon is already cheesy as fuck, even in Japanese. So the dub is kind of okay, but of course I'm not advocating for it over it. But I mean, I, I, I'll you watch would never it. dare to say something nice about a dub on an anime <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly. And then there's Dragon Ball, the original, and Dragon Ball Z, and it's like, they're, I, I don't like them. They, the original Dragon Ball is great. They're, they're totally yeah, the original right. Dragon Ball is. Really fun, actually. I, I like it more than Z. Well, I wouldn't I, go that far. What do you mean, the, the dub or? Oh, uh, the dub is decent, but the, I find the dub of the original Dragon Ball a bit better than Dragon Ball Z. 
but both of them are just on the tolerable line. However, there's I, I, the, sorry, go I on. disagree. Like, I I don't honestly. It's the Grandma Goku thing that ruins it for me. I know a lot of people really like Re it. I don't. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that he sounds like an old lady. It's great because he yeah, never but, grew no, up. No, it's weird. But but the the voice well, you grew up with that probably. I the voices in Japanese. Sean Shamel as Goku. The the voices in Japanese are actually great. They're great acted, and this the acting is dog fucking shit. Like uh, oh, the original run of Z, yeah, the acting is terrible. The, the but that's just is... that's just how it was. Oh yeah, there's versions of it from 1999 I think that you can only find clips of on YouTube because they did not bother saving those no, for the DVD version because I remember yeah, when they, they first aired the and... whole show I think with uh, Kai but anyways uh, there's also Saint Seiya and uh, Gundam Wing that uh, that that hears a lot and and th these are these are unwatchable absolutely unwatchable uh, there's actually crush crush beard crush bead uh, on spc that told me that, that the dub because he actually watched uh, gundam wing before that, that the dub completely fucking destroyed the uh, how how hedgy uh, gundam wing gundam wing is because it kind of it it, it kind of clashes you mean like they they toned it down for like the kiddos or whatever. Not really tone it down. It's just that uh, Gundam Wing is very fucking edgy, as far as I'm aware, and the dub make it sound kind of fucking ridiculous. So it it it, it clashes. Well, uh, Gundam Wing is the one designed to appeal to Fujo shits. It has a lot of pretty boys in it, so it's different than most Gundam series. It, it does have the intergalactic politics and the giant robot fights, but the main emphasis is on the pretty boys. But yeah, but anyways, enough about the shows. I kind of don't like the, the, the Nickelodeon uh, channels because uh, most of it is actually... Because I, I know that old school's uh, Nick add a lot of really fucking old like 60s shows and i kind of don't care about them what, what yeah I the old to... hannah barbera cartoons most of those are just boring oh no, no, not enough court not not even cartoon like really old live action stuff and i just don't fucking give I, a shit about that i i yeah i can't really watch a lot of the old like black and white shit like my grandparents liked i i, I couldn't get into that um but I, I liked a lot of the old cartoons. Like I don't know if you had the channel Boomerang, but no, that had like no. all of the classic, like old school cartoons. I used to watch Tom and Jerry every day. That was my favorite. Cartoon. Oh yeah, they, they, these are fine. Just that the live action that I don't like. I, I'm personally yeah, on Toonami Aftermath because I like cartoons. So it's it's cartoons that I want. So I just kind of don't care about them. But anyways, oh also. Uh, uh, to to fill some time, they actually have the old school channel bumpers, uh, old school channel like uh, advertising uh, a, a certain episode or a certain show, and they even have old school ads. 
like, like oh, fucking old like McDonald's ads and stuff like that. I I kind of like that actually. Like I sometimes I'll go on YouTube and just like play like a, a playlist of like old ads. You know, just because it's fascinating to me, like what people were like advertised as like uh in like the eighties or the nineties or whatever. Yeah, and they also I don't really have, remember most have of that cool... shit. A lot of it's products that don't exist anymore, stores that don't <laughs> exist. Yeah, they also have video games ads, which is pretty cool. But man, all ads were, of course, this is just a selection of probably the best of the best. But man, all the ads were, a lot of them add some soul to them. And it's yeah, shit. Sega does what Nintendo. <laughs> it's shit that I've never seen, too. So, well, they were American ads, so they probably didn't get played in Canada. Well, some of them did, especially the I'm sure video some game did. Ball. Yeah, but I imagine there were probably like stores that here that don't exist there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's mostly like McDonald's stuff, you know, stuff that people actually bother to yeah. save. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, old commercials yeah. are interesting as a time capsule. Even though I can't stand ads from the current year. Yeah. But yeah, I think I've uh, I've I've oh yeah, uh, I finally saw a Space Ghost all three version of it, the Cartoon Planet version, the Space Ghost Coast to Coast show, and also the Brack show. Yeah, oh, you were talking no, about it, not the, though. Not the original Space Ghost cartoon. Coast to Coast is hilarious, dude. Yeah, I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. They uh, like you said, it's pretty clear that they, they got saw someone random, and they um they interviewed them, and then they they just like made made a fucking cartoon around that. Yeah, it's and, really fucking weird. It's a weird concept for a show, but it worked somehow. Oh, also by the way, they do the some of the channels do have the original Space Ghost. It probably sucks, so I so I didn't watch it. But <laughs> it does suck. Yeah, that's why it just got turned into like a weird thing because nobody cared about the IP. I think it was like a failed. It was just like a failed idea. Oh, probably. So they just I, didn't give a shit. I, it's it's like almost like the Western version of like ghost stories, except ghost stories didn't actually fail, but nobody really gave a shit what happened to the property. Anna Barbara had like. A shitload of fucking cartoons, so I'm I'm not oh, even yeah. like so surprised that that they're doing like r random shit with with some of like the old fail shit. But actually, that's kind of cool that they're doing that. It, 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 it's it's a crazy idea. Actually, Space Ghost Coast Coast is uh, it's it's playing right now. Me. But anyways, I think I I exhausted uh, everything I wanted to say about it. This is exactly what I fucking wanted. So there. Uh, oh, also there's a East and West channel uh, with three hours difference difference. So you don't have to stick to a single schedule. So that's kind of cool. Same for the Nick channel. There's a M. There's a Nidden uh, MTV channel where it's. Uh, old 90s music videos same for movies 90s 90s and down movies and there's some sort of like uh, music channel and that's it so i really love the website and uh 
you can probably see me sometimes on the chat. Same username? Yes. All right. Well, I've been reading a Korean comic. Nice. What is it? It's yet another isekai. Okay. So uh, this one's about a Korean lady who gets killed, but, but uh, she reincarnates as a character in a, a novel that her friend wrote. But th there is no supernatural stuff going on aside from the reincarnation. So there are no wizards, no magical creatures, nothing. So she can only use her knowledge. Okay. Of, so uh, the, is she like a princess or some noble yeah, lady? She, like she's a low-ranked noble, and she's a fat one. <laughs> she right. gets reincarnated into this fat shut-in in this like 1700s Europe style world, and using her knowledge of the books, she knows that the whole family is going to be executed in three years. Over is political this, bullshit. Is this a villainous uh, movie? No, nope. uh, nope. sorry. No, it but, sounds like the setup to one of them, but I guess she's not like no. an actual villainous. She's just some like side character that's meant to disappear. It, it, yeah, except that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So she has to take on a much bigger role. But yeah, the, for, her first order of business is to stop being fat because she just doesn't have the energy to do anything, even though she knows she's going to get killed in a couple years. Asian media, it's differently. This will never be allowed here. I might have to check that out. That actually sounds fun. Yeah, even though she's not very... She's not a genius. She's not great at manipulating people, but she has to learn pretty quick to change her family's situation. So I'm like 20-something chapters in. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And uh, that's about all I got, unless you want to discuss Oshinoko or Ars no Kyoju. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. So let's discuss uh, Arsenal Kyuju first. So what did you think about it? I, I thought it was kind of okay. Yeah, it was okay. Like it, some of the ideas had potential, but it didn't elaborate on them very much. It, yeah, it ended up being kind of a standard fantasy anime. Yeah, I, I kind of had. Uh, I I like the world. It was kind of interesting. It was not a failed road trip anime, but there was some up and down. I think the best thing about it was the characters. They were fine, but kind of the overall story I didn't care about. Yeah, it has a delicious brown rabbit girl, if that's your fetish. It's, it's Full Metal's fetish. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. So nice. I, I I I like the, um, the 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 chapeau people. You know, they, they all look e like each other except they have, they have an animal in their head. They, they they're really fucking weird and never explained. Yeah, I like the orc king. He was fun. Oh yeah, the the, the orc king was literally the the be the best part of the anime. I think. Yeah, he's just this big, boisterous, lovable oaf. And he just invites people to come into his kingdom and fight people and eat giant feasts. 
Yeah, and it's uh, anime original. I I'm trying to, to find some information about it because DMM is involved and it might actually be uh, a gacha. That's why it ended like it did. But I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, there is a plot point stolen from Final Fantasy IX that I thought was kind of lame. But maybe if they had more episodes than 12, they could have expanded on it more. There's actually, I think, at least I'm checking the Wikipedia article, and there's nothing indicating that it's going to be a gacha. So I'm, I have no idea what what the, I have no idea why it ended as as it ended, or if we're going to ever get like a season two. Well, it it came out earlier this year, so give it some time. Maybe. Well, I, I just feel like if a season two was always planned. It will have been announced already, so I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I liked enough what I what I've seen, so it's it's at least like a three out of five. Yeah, it's okay. They need to do a spin-off about the Orc King, then I'll be watching that obsessively <laughs> every week. Yes. So alright, so about Blue Luck, we we finished it, and man, yeah. it's it's pretty fucking good. Oh yeah. The scene where, you know, all our heroes think they're hot shit because they've been going through this harsh soccer training. And then then their director just brings in this team of players from all over the world who just absolutely shit stomp the Japanese yeah, team. It's like another hero. World class Shima. player, literally like professional uh, soccer player. Yeah, they, he brings in a British guy, a Brazilian some other people who are world-class experts. I love how they all had uh, Japanese accents, except for the English dude who had a British accent. Yeah, I, th I think they got like an actual actor for the British dude. But yeah, everyone... they got an actual English speaker, but everyone else was Japanese, and they yeah, clearly yeah. couldn't speak English. Yeah, yeah, they, they they were all speaking various level of English. It was kind of funny, but man, they they got wrecked. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's they just a fucking massacre. It was like the rape of Nan King. crushed. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, you play against the top players in the world, and they thought they thought they were hot shit. It's like, nah, you ain't you ain't nothing, bro. Yeah, they, they got destroyed. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it, it, yeah, but they've promised a season two, and there's quite yeah, a lot of manga material better. to draw upon. So I'm no. looking forward to that. Holy Not shit, I hope. I know, like, a lot of the sections where they used the CGI weren't really that important. It's just guys running from one place to the other. But holy fuck, it's some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. Oh, which is yeah. weird. It's a weird contrast because it's also some of the slickest, like, art style I've seen in anime. Yeah, it depends on so the, the contrast is like, of the scene. Blue Lux Season yeah. 2 was indeed announced. Yeah, I would imagine. It was pretty popular. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah the, I liked it a lot. The the dude went and um, I said it before, but he designed the Japan team. Um, yeah, the, the manga cover Blue Lock. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh yeah, so but, uh, oh sorry, you have something to? Say? No, I was just saying I'm I'm excited for the next season. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the most I've ever cared about soccer in my entire right? life. 
right? Yeah, but but it's coming out next year. So I'm guessing maybe winter next year. Probably. And we'll save the best for last. Let's talk about Oshinoko. Uh, j- just saying, so uh, we won't be talking about it uh, next episode. So uh, we're talking about it this episode, like in advance, because uh, it really needs to be ta- talked about. Yeah, spoiler-free so, yeah. version. The, this is superb. This is it, anime of the year. I don't know about anime of the year because there's still the the rest of the anime to go. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, there well, is the possibility we, that they screwed up. But I was watching this and I was like, this could easily become anime of the year or Angel's Egg, or not Angel's Egg, uh, Wonder uh, Egg Priority. Yeah, egg. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. It, it, yeah. But no yeah, matter but, what, they can't ruin this opening movie slash pilot episode it was so i'm really i'm really glad they actually did do it like a like an hour and a half because if i if this was just like uh a regular episodic show and i was just i just saw the first episode the first like 20 ish minutes i would have dropped it honestly i I didn't think it was that interesting yeah Yeah, it's not until like the end where it's like all right this is interesting let's see where this goes yeah at first i thought what is this i was like eh of course, Mew's gonna recommend idol shit, but then <laughs> I no. Well, I, I knew it was gonna be more than just the idol shit. I knew it was gonna be more than that, but I of co- I did get that feeling too. It's like, did Mew fucking like trick me into more idol shit again? <laughs> just no, always it, trying to slip in his idol agenda. It it it's what it was pretty popular. Like there was some buzz around it. On top of that. There was like a thing going around that the first episode is going to be like an hour, 22 minutes. I was like, what? What the hell? And uh, and it absolutely knocked it out the park. It it covers the entire first arc. And man, it was so fucking good. On Annulist for uh, airing anime, it's currently the third highest rated of all time. And on uh, my anime list is currently the number one rated of all time. I think that's a bit ridiculous because yeah, it's just I'll... the first episode. Yeah, but it is funny watching all the full, uh, all the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood fans like screech and re because if that's ever, yeah, autistically re because if that anime is ever like anything lower than like one, they like freak out. They get super mad. I don't know why. I love Full Metal Alchemist, obviously, but it's like it's not like. <laughs> it's a bit ridiculous to be that upset over like a position on a stupid website. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I I hate people that rate shit uh, as the episode goes, and I always say that these sites rating are useless, but I'm just saying this to say that uh the, the first episode I think everyone can agree, at least mostly everyone, that uh, they knocked it out of the park. Like, they did something... Like, episode one being a one hour, 22 minute, is an anime first. I don't think it ever happened before. And uh, the apps, like I say, they knocked it out of the park. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what happens with the rest of this show. See if it lives up to the... The pilot episode. 
uh, keep your expectation in check, I've been told. I I think that's going to be the problem. People are acting like this is the second coming of Christ, and it's like, no, that's pretty good, but let's like calm down, guys. It wasn't that good. Yeah, it's pretty I, I, good. I've been told people that like if, best anime ever made. It's like this. We're on episode one, guys. If you're uh, well, it will be technically episode four if it. Uh, yeah, it's really by episode. episodes, but. Uh, what I wanted to say, keep your expectation in check because uh, if if you're expecting like uh, it to become a kind of a mystery show because of what happened, uh, this is not what's going to happen. Yeah, However, yeah. if you like the um, the cynical outlook on the industry, this is what is going to be like. Yeah, we ha haven't said much about the contents because big freaking spoilers. But yeah, I, I recommend, yeah, I recommend people just watch o Oshinoko without knowing anything. Just go in blind and watch it. You'll probably love it. Yeah, I went into it not really knowing anything about it, other than that it was like an hour and twenty minutes long. And I, I figured from the title Oshinoko is like some idol shit, but. Um... Uh, there's more to it than that. So I, I've been told that actually the, the mangaka, because this is the uh, Kaguya-sama uh, mangaka, actually, and uh, there was a live action of it. I have heard, I have not confirmed, however, that um, apparently the mangaka was pretty pissed at the live action uh, version of it because he, he saw uh, how the... Um, you know, the, the movie and extra industry is like in Japan and you fucking hated it. Uh, hated it. So that so we wrote this. That's what I've been told. I'll no. confirm this for like next episode, but yeah. All right. Anything else to cover before we wrap this up? Yep, good episode. Random NES games, old video history. Tsunami Aftermath and some actual anime. Yeah, this is enough yeah, for this episode. High variety episode, yeah. But uh, you guys better be prepared. This is it's the uh, it's the winter season preview episode next episode. So yeah, you gave us that big list of stuff you've been watching. I'll... Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 today I've just added something new to it because Mudball wanted me to to watch it. So oh, uh, what, I've had it which uh, one? Some, uh, the marginal service. Okay, I'll I'll watch at least one thing that's not on your list. All right. So I, I I'll actually make an updated um, uh, ranking uh, tonight, uh, uh, and okay. I, I'll give it to you. So uh, be sure to watch. A bunch of stuff because I know that in the last few times you guys didn't watch uh, too much shit. So I want you guys to watch some stuff this time. Uh, there's all sorts of manga I've been trying to get you niggas to watch, but to, to read, to read, read. <laughs> all right, so enough for this episode. Yeah. Good night, dear listeners. It's been fun. Later. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
one of the saddest things in the world today is the fact that autism is becoming synonymous with anime. Many, many autistic people, for some reason, seem to love anime. They just can't get enough of that anime. They go to conventions. They cosplay. They dress up like the characters. They act like geeks and nags. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Why do they love anime? It's giving other autistic people a bad reputation. Because when people like myself who have autism go on the street, and then other people come up to me and say, Hey, do you have autism? And I say, Yes, I do. And then they say, Well, you must like anime, right? Every other autistic kid likes anime, so you must like it too. And I go, No! No! I hate anime! I cannot stand anime! I love Western animation. But make no mistake about it, I hate anime. I love the Western animation. I love Nickelodeon. I love Looney Tunes, stuff like that. The good stuff, but I hate the crap that is anime. Total diarrhea garbage. Doo-doo. Shit. Anime stinks, I tell them. But you know what? It highlights a problem. And the problem is, is that because so many autistic people love anime, you know, it, it, people just assume if you have autism, you're going to like anime. And that's not true. That's not true. Not every person with autism likes anime. And I feel bad for the other people with autism who hate anime as much as I do. You know, so we have to we have to do something about this. We have to send the message that not every autistic person likes anime. We hate anime. If you're autistic and you hate anime, you need to send that message out there. You have to say, you know, not every autistic person likes anime. I know there's a lot of autistic people out there who love anime, but we're not we're not one of them. We are not one of them. We stand against anime and we we support Western animation, the glory days, stuff like Nickelodeon and Looney Tunes, characters like Bugs Bunny, and then there's the Rugrats, the good stuff, you know, not the anime, not the One Piece, not the Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Y or whatever it's called, not, not that stuff, that stuff is bad, not Bleach, not whatever crap is out there. We hate anime. We're autistic and we stand against anime. We hate anime. We're anti-anime. And you know what? For all the autistic people out there who support anime, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're giving every other autistic person a bad name, a bad reputation. You're making it more difficult and all the autistic people out there, as if it wasn't already difficult enough with autism, but you're making it way more difficult. We don't need this crap. We don't need it. We don't need it. I hate the fact that autism is becoming synonymous with anime. It's just not right. It's just not right. It's not right, I tell you. Anime is a nightmare. Anime is my worst enemy. I'm autistic, but I'm anti-anime. Don't you forget it!